Welcome to the Ether. Today is Sunday, November 13th, 2022. Today on the Ether, the IBC game. Grand Final Live. Well, it's not live now, but it was live when they were streaming this. Flix versus Joran. Grand Final Live. IBC game. Hosted by Tangled NFTs. Let's take a listen. Morning, Ken. I'm just getting started. Just letting the guys get ready for their tournament. Good morning, everyone. Just letting uh, the guys get ready. Um, IBC game community competition number one. I think I've invited a few of you to come on and speak. So anytime you want to join, please um, make sure you make it to the Discord tournament channel to watch the game. Um, I'll probably go into there now just to see. Daniel, I don't know in which um, room we have to be or in the Discord or here on Twitter. Yep, so, <laughs> yep. so for you, for you and I, I've tagged you and Flix. So you and Flix play in the tournament channel on Discord and you and the general talk to each other in the voice channel in tournaments so you don't get distracted by us. We're just going to live commentate and watch you both, but you don't have to talk on here if you don't want to. Okay, just one thing. If you can, please mention that I... <laughs> Your sponsor is on here from the Horde. Okay, perfect. Now, now I have to leave to the other channel. See you there. Bye. Good luck. Okay, if everyone can make their way into the tournament channel, just so you can watch them. And I'll live commentate um, anytime you want to jump on. Um, feel free to do so. I think we're just going to keep it light. Um, I think a lot of the, you know, Twitter is going to be rugging us as usual. Uh, there's Ken. Chev is on there. Maria's on there. The sponsor of The Hacker. I think she's made her alliances clear. Um, sorry for calling you part of the alliance. I assumed wrong. Good evening, Tangled, or good morning, Tangled, I should say. GMG, Ken. How you going? I'm great. Hey, Maria, how are you? Hey, guys, how are you? Really excited to see this final. Yeah, I, I saw you met my, the same fate as me. Uh, getting crushed in your first experience in the IBC game, but don't worry, you'll have a better opportunity next uh, next season. Oh, yes. I mean, to be honest, I thought it's gonna, it was going to be even worse. That's how I, you know, ended up. So I'm pretty proud of myself. <laughs> I wanted to practice a bit, but at the end I couldn't, so not bad at all. I'm happy. I mean, I had fun, which is the most important, right? Absolutely. We'll have to play a game sometime. I don't know if Maria got crushed. I wouldn't use those words. She actually did quite well in her second game in the first match. She it was, it was a lot closer. Um, uh, and then in the second round, I think, you know, her, I think her deck was limited or she hasn't had that much experience in using it. And I think afterwards she realized she probably could have done a little bit more. So it's just that game time, right? Like trying to figure out how to use the cards. Yeah, same here. I, I think... Now I think I've got a pretty decent hang of it. And I also, um, I, I went ahead and supplemented my deck and bought up the, uh, bought up the floor on, on the uh, marketplace. And I've got a couple of nice additions to the, uh, to the, to the old deck, but a nice utility card. One of those, uh, cause Joran was killing me with those, like he would throw down his cosmic card and then also have the one that's like two times the score. So he'd have like a 40 point 
thing on me. So he did that the first game, and then I was like, you know what? We're going to put an end to that, and I used the excavator on his ass. <laughs> uh, well, look, um, the boys are asking me for a scorecard, so I'm just going to go off for a couple of minutes to help them out, but continue to conversate with each other, and I'll be back shortly. Not a problem. We'll keep it live for you. <laughs> yeah no i mean i was about to say that um, i'm feeling the same like okay it was my first time playing and so on but i think if i buy a few more utility cards i'm gonna you know prepare the perfect deck because some of my cards are not that bad to be honest i just need you know to implement them a bit and then ready to go did you um did you buy like a a, a deck from the first collection yeah, I did. I just need to, you know, like I would like to to buy more utility cards and maybe prepare a nice combos. Like I already have two, like that I'm always using. But you know, I, I need to prepare better because at the end, if you don't have any strategy, you know, it's like. Did you? Oh, did you? Um, did you burn the cover card and get like the uh, the new season card? No, the new season. No, I don't have any from the new season. Yeah, if you burn the the card and you just send it to Tangled, it's the like the cover card that tells you the number of the deck. Uh, that card you can burn it, and he sends you a uh, airdrop of a new card from the new collection. And the one that I got, um, which I think would be the same one that you would get if you bought one deck, it is mm -hmm. like the greatest card because it essentially. Essentially, it essentially guarantees you a win in the um, in the staking round. Oh, nice! I didn't know. I'm gonna wait for Tangle to come back to to tell him like what is going on, why I don't have my new card. <laughs> <laughs> Maria, I'm going to send you the. You don't have to do the swap. I'll just let you keep your cover card. I'll give you. Um, the card that Ken's talking about with your collaboration copy. So, Maria, obviously, I've been um, utilizing her art for some of the cards. I have three Women from Cosmos special edition cards, which are absolutely amazing. They're some of my favorite um, oh, editions. Yes. I love them. I can't really, I can't wait to release them, but Maria's going to have one copy of those to either keep or give to her community. And I can't wait to announce it, but you know, you got to do it in stages. You can't mix too much stuff up. But when, um, when I, when I release them, I think, um, yeah, I think season two is going to be pretty crazy. I'm very much yeah. Happy. I love them. Yeah. I've seen the, I've seen the like previews that you put out there with, uh, with Maria's work and the other collaborations you got going on. Uh, so I'm very, very excited to see the uh, the new itineration. Do you have a price point set yet for the second uh, for the second season? Yeah. So in terms of price point, I'm still going back and forth. Obviously, it's always unsure about what's happening with the Flix token, and you know I want to support the initiatives like using auctions and stuff like that. But as a default. Um, what I'll be looking at is a consistency with the previous season. So about 40 to 50 Osmo, um, even though it's a lot less than what it was valued during the last season, 40 to 50 Osmo for a starter deck. And then I'm going to keep it at four or five Osmo. Um, it's going to be a random mint for individual cards. And last season I, um, I minted a whole copy of the collection. Oh, Sorry, we'll, we'll continue that. The boys have started. So is everyone in the tournament yeah, chat? Yeah, I'm seeing this. Okay. So let's just um, – it, it looks like, just to, for context, again, we, we have a double elimination round. Um, everyone has a second chance. So obviously um, the general, he hasn't lost to date. So he has two – he has a reset in the pocket, which means if Joran – in order to win this community competition, he's got to beat the general twice, right? So first to three, twice. It's going to be really, really difficult for um, for Joran. But look, he could have been strategizing, obviously, with his sponsor Maria from the Horde has given him some uh, additional additional cards there. So let's see what he can come up with. 
Hey, Tangled, what's um, what's the what's Jordan's opponent's uh, Twitter handle? I'm putting up a tweet on uh, Omniflex. That that Kiwi guy. So um, go to my um here. Let me not, just. Uh, can you go to my Twitter and then? I found it. The, yeah. Okay. Can you share it to this chat just in case? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. So I will just update the guys. They are asking for a link. Yeah, I got it right here. Are you responding to the general? Okay. So let me talk about what's going on at the moment. Let's see how the tournament, if everyone's in the tournament round. So there was an escape to Evmos. That's a two attack, 10 defense. And um, the hacker with a zero attack 10 defense so they both have prioritized defense in the staking round but the hacker has a slightly better staking round overall points so because the overall points for the meditation is only 10 he gets to start first so joran has kicked off he has priority um it looks like joran's gone with a early attacking play so he has, he's using the Cerberus and the Secrets, which is a skip turn. So he's applying some damage and then he wants to roll through his second round. Here we go. Okay. So, Chev. Do you keep getting rug, Chev? Okay. So. They are moving quickly right now. So let me just go through. Looks like the hacker, he's applied the Cerberus and the skip turn. So he's got a secondary turn. He's applied the shared security and the juggernaut, which are both fairly uh, heavy attacking plays, but he's also building his defense. Um, we now are into the general's round. He's come back. Um, he's applied IBC tech and Revenge of the Prince. Remove any card from the opponent. Okay, so this is all happening quite rapidly. Um, unfortunately, the guys don't have a link to Google Drive, so we can't see the live play-by-play. -play. But what will happen is after each match, they'll post up the results and we'll see. But it looks like the hacker's coming back with a Meganaut with a 10. Um, the Meganaut is one of the strongest normal battle cards. Um, and then he's doubled that up with a multiplier. So the locked and loaded, he's going to hit um, flicks with a 20 uh, attack and a 16 defense. Um, fairly, fairly solid stuff here. Let's see what's happening. Uh, Kiwi guy or the flicks, he hasn't um, had the opportunity really to get started yet. So I assume there's going to be some points discrepancies in the score. All right. Seems like Chev keeps getting rugged. So, yeah, the card that one of them threw, like the ones to remove one from the opponent, I really need to buy one of those. <laughs> yeah, that's a tough one. Also, the excavator, the excavator is another one. Yeah. But I should mention that in Gen 2, so for season two, um, it looks like. Ken is, re I'm getting some responses here. Let me just have a look at what's. What happened? Uh, I was just checking my, oh, here we go. Um, I'm just going to, give me two seconds. It looks like um, Flix is responding to Twitter. And we have another Meganaut here. Hey, Bushido, if you want to come on, just uh, request to speak. Otherwise, you know, just listen to the – ah, there we go. Can you see they're starting to post the scores up in the tournament channel? Okay, so as we can see, um, Joran has an early start. He's got a 56 life lead with um, – uh, and then and Flix is in a little bit of trouble right now. So let's see what, what he's going to pull out. we got to get some betting lines on this. <laughs> of course, Chev's <laughs> back there with his Kwahua uh, tokens, trying to trying to call the odds. 
if I had to say, if I had to put a line on it, I would say uh, you got to give the Kiwi guy the advantage on the, you know, on the, on the line, you know, maybe like a minus one seventy five type deal. But I'd take Joran at plus one forty five for the underdog. Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Um, I think I think that Kiwi guy or uh, Flix, whatever he likes to be um, called, depending on whether it's Discord or Twitter. Um, he's been quite formidable. Like if, if you go through the Genesis championship, which was in August, um, he absolutely dominated everyone. It, I actually thought that, um, I thought that Cosmos Joe was going to be the one to beat. Uh, I, I didn't really pay attention too much during the, um, I don't know. I just thought for some reason, I think I was having conversations with Cosmos Joe and he was buying up cards and he went through a lot of strategies with me and he was testing the game. And, um, but yeah, it was Flix was really, um, he really decimated the field in the previous championship. And this is, <laughs> this is again, you know, this is a community challenge. This is really just to pick up the game, get everyone kind of used to everything before we wind up season one, because season two is going to have a whole bunch of new mechanics. Right, we're going to have up to 11, 11 different utilities, some of which are already in season one, but there's going to be a whole bunch of new utilities. I've extended the attacking and defense points range, so you're going to see some into the 12 attack, 12 defense range. And on top of that, we're going to have amazing um, new collaborative kind of utilities and, and artwork and um yeah, I just can't wait for the next championship. So that, that's going to be in January. It's going to be a big one, bigger prize pool, hopefully more players. Um, hopefully we can kind of keep the time, you know, stick to the time a little bit more. Um, I'm not going to be as lenient as I was for the community competition because obviously we need to meet a grand final schedule. But that's kind of the roadmap we're going to release at the end of November. In December, we're going to have a bit of a, a test of the new mechanics. Uh, that'll continue into January so everyone can kind of relax um, for Christmas. And then towards the end of January, we're going to launch the uh, the Omni Championship and there's going to be a whole bunch of special uh, prizes there that's going to – I'm going to have a chat with Ken and, and Sitzler and see if we can do something specific um, that, you know, highlights the, the collection and the connection to OmniFlix. Um, but, yeah, so we'll go back to the game. Uh, looks like the hacker has applied another strong few cards there. Um, Dark Energy and Black Hole Sun, massively huge attacking potential. Um, Flix is really on the back foot here, but he has a, a, a play in hand because there was a skip turn, so he has an extra play to go. But he's really on the back foot. He's, he's, he's behind 30 life points, so we'll see what the guy can do, the general strategizing in the background there. Did, did any of you, um, I don't remember the bracket, but did any of you go against Flix or, or Joran? I played Joran in the uh, first round. And how, how was your experience competing with him? It was great, actually. I, um, I actually won a game. Um, the second game, it was a, it, we, uh, we had a very like lengthy conversation, which is always fun too when you're uh, playing the games, but you can kind of I, like when I was playing Scott, we had like it, it took like you know two and a half hours to play like a couple of games. But we were just bullshitting like the entire time like talking to each other. And it's like it's like fun because you get to know people in the community. And also, um, you know there's a bit of a, a narrative building there, a little bit of a rival um, a, a, a rival clan thing going on there with Bushido and and the Juno guard I don't know if that was just by like an organic thing but the fact that you know um they both um they both uh, played each other in in the lose in, in the original in the winners bracket and then they found each other again towards the end of um heading into the top 4 and I was I was wondering how how Chris found the the games and mechanics, and how he found playing against Bush. Um, how he found against playing DJ. Yeah, Bushido put a hurting on me too. Oh, me too. Oh. <laughs> he oh, was, no, you. you know, crazy, like impossible to beat. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, look, Chris, if you wanted to um, jump on at any point and just give us a bit of your take on the game and, and what you think you can improve and how you found uh, with the mechanics leading into Season 2, by all means, come on up. Um, but we'll go back to the game, and it looks like the general has applied shared security and excavator. So here we go. We can see he's starting to apply. He's going to claw his way back. He's applied some damage, and now he's going to take Joran's next cards. So we'll see what Joran does. Um, the excavator allows you to take your opponent's card in the next round, pick one of them, and I think it's a burn. I don't think you're able to use it. I think it's just a burn. Um, so we'll see what Joran rolls out and 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 what Flix decides to to burn. But that was something that I was wondering with the, with like when you take an opponent's card, do you actually like? They play it and it counts as a played card for them, but the the stats go for you. Or do you like just take it and it gets burned and they can't use it? Um, my mist, my mistake. I think the take opponent. I think it's a take. I think you you put it into your deck. I think there's another one that um, there's another utility that allows you to burn your opponent's card. So it really comes down to the reading, the reading of the um the card. Yeah, because I have one utility card that's that's like uh you can take your next um your opponent's next card or like next played card or you can take any card from their deck. But I didn't know if that meant that you can like physically take it and then play it or that when they play it you get the like statistics for it. I remember Chris uh, threw on our game, like one like that, that was like he was taking the points of my last card. And that one was devastating. Yeah, that's, the wild, that's the wild card. Yep, so I think Chris, he, he participated in the Tangled Quest, which was a quest on the Omniflix TV platform. And as a as a Flix quester, I called it. If you went through the video um, tutorial and you completed the questions in the correct way, you would get dropped a, a card. And I didn't tell anyone the utility when I dropped it. Everyone would just get the card, and everyone thought, "Oh, you know, nice card." But then when I updated the manual, I included the wild card mechanic. So um, that's that's when you play it, you can copy one of your opponent's previous cards in the previous round. So I think that's what you're talking about, Maria. Yeah, exactly that one. And you know what I did with that? I bought the two that were on sale. Uh, there were two that were on sale in the marketplace for two Juno each. And I'm now the proud owner of both of those. And uh, I, I did that in a strategic move because I didn't want anybody else to be able to acquire them. Jeez, Ken really wants to win the next championship. <laughs> Man, I really need to keep an eye on the market eh? because every time I check, it's like crazy, but I really need to buy new cards. Yeah, we got to get that season two out soon. Can't wait. Yeah, we'll get the season two out. It's going to be a lot more fair because in, in season one, um, we I, I released a whole bunch of cards on the market and um even though I love him, you know, Kobos came in and swept the market, got all the ultras, got all the powerful cards, and I thought, oh, that's it's, it's a bit unfair. So what I'm gonna do for the next um drop is I'm going to have the starter decks, um, and then you're gonna be able to purchase them the way you did for Gen One. But in relation to the individual cards, that's going to be have its own launch pad page, Ken. So they're going to have a random mint page for the individual cards. So, you know, if you get a special or if you get a really effective utility, that's by chance. It's not – you can't just sweep the market because that oh, kind awesome. of – yeah. I think that's a better way to do it. That's awesome, yeah, man. Sure. I'm, I'm happy with that. Yeah, it kind of, and it makes it a little bit more of a like fun experience too when you're kind of going in there and you don't know what you're going to get. And if you get one of the great ones, then it's like, oh shit. 
But uh, again, what I was saying, yeah, my man uh, DJ over there, we uh, we had a good talk our first game when we uh, we played um, very close. He beat me in the first game, and then we met again in the, the winner's bracket. And um, again, we had close matches. He eked one out at the end, and it was literally because of uh, an order that I played a card and a card that I didn't think I had that I could have used, and it, and it just kills me because I was like, I could have pulled that off against him. <laughs> But um, it's great. I, I love the game because it's short enough to um, be quick games and fun. And but they're deep within strategies. Like you can build attack decks, you can build big defense decks, you can build um, steal and burn decks. Like it, it, it's getting fun. Like I, I really can't wait for the second season. Cards. Oh man, it looks like. Flix has come back from the dead and just absolutely, he's done an insta kill. Oh. This guy he's actually taking him out. OMG. <laughs> wow. I think that's what oh, Flix did man. the first time I played him. I played him in the first uh, IVC tournament and he just absolutely rolled on me. Like, that guy has some powerful uh, strategies. Do you, do you think it's his strategies, or do you think he has a set of cards that are just too OP? It's it's that and knowing how to play them in the order to maximize your points and destroying any way your opponent can uh, get some momentum. <laughs> That's the biggest part. Maria, yeah. you have to you have to sponsor your sponsor better. Hey, I did what I could. <laughs> uh, seriously, by now I'm wondering who is going to be able to beat the general. Like, seriously, uh, how he, you know, completely changed the game. It's crazy. You know what we should do? We should make it like WWE style. And since Maria is in Joran's corner, when Flix is about to throw his next card, she can just go and hit him with a steel chair. <laughs> Well, uh, that's it. Look, Ken, I love the ideas, but I just don't know how we're going to implement that through Discord. So <laughs> maybe it's like a like a GIF or something. <laughs> we can we can do that. We can make a we can make a nice GIF out of that. But we don't want to advocate for violence though either. No, no, no. Um, and look, I don't I don't want to be smacking in 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 reverse. I don't want to be smacking the Queen of WFC with a chair. Like I just it starts to lose its purpose this strategy card game starts turning into a bit oh they look they're right back into the game they're going straight back into it again this is game two of a first to three um the hacker looked like he was starting off well and you know flicks just had something in there for him he's one up really if we're being realistic here joran has to win six straight from here um, I, I think if he goes down to, we're going to have to call it a day because it, that's going to be an almost impossible mountain to climb. Um, if we could get DJ up here, you know, Bushido Brown was just talking about how close your matches were and how just a little bit of a different play here and there could have changed the entire outcome. So, And that's what we like, you know. We like um, the fact that the game doesn't just – allow for a stomp and you can come back or you can do an early kill or you can play a defensive wall game and just trying to outlast them. I, I love that. And I didn't think it would work that way. You know, when I released the game, I just thought let's put it out and let's test it because you can only theorize for so long and, and, but you have to see how people actually use the cards. And, you know, when, when we did the testing and we put it into the wild, um, people came up with plays that I couldn't think of. And that's, that's the reality is you can't um, you can't foreshadow and, and predict how everyone's going to use your game. And like a, a lot of you guys use the game in different ways that I never envisaged. So I'm glad that it hasn't been broken yet. Uh, I think for season two, there might be potential to break the game because there's going to be new mechanics, but we'll take it day by day. Um, but if anyone wants to have a chat about their matches and wants to um, bring up anything that we could improve, feel free to come up. I'll invite everyone onto the stage. Yeah, when I was playing Joran, 
the first all of our games were like super close like margin of victory was i believe all of them were less than five points and the like the second game was the one that i won the first the first and the last game he won and the fact that you if you win you can't change your deck i think is a kind of an advantage to the person that loses for the next game because then they're stuck the the winner is stuck and can't change anything and then the person that loses the first game can kind of strategize around it but then you know it can go either way in the second game if you uh if you win as the winner then you're you're the one that's stuck in the third game so winning first is actually a big advantage yeah, I think um, so. I I brought that from the fighting game esports community. So in the fighting games, when you lose a match against someone, the losers entitled to change their character, right? So that was the same concept for this. So I, I was I thought, okay, you can't just keep playing the same deck and then expect significant changes. But if you allow everyone to keep changing, um you know, the person with the better deck might always win. So you, you, that mechanic, I feel, allows someone with a bit more of a mediocre deck to claw back a win and try different things. Um, because I think if everyone's constantly changing, you'll never know how things will work against other plays because um, obviously everyone's changing their decks. But hopefully that... Hopefully that does balance out things a bit and allows someone who's strategizing a bit more, who's able to think a bit more, to to um, bump up their chances of winning. And it's not just. Um, I was going to say, I think the um, one of the issues are with that is that if there are more cards available, then the person losing wouldn't have a problem with retooling your deck. So I think that's what the biggest problem is. I think most people are waiting for the drop for season two to start grabbing more cards so they can actually tool a few decks because it's kind of hard to do anything with just a starter deck. Like, uh, it, it really gets you in the door to start learning your mechanics, learning about the game, learning the strategy. But it's not really uh, I'm going to take first in a competition type of thing. Like, I'll tell you, from buying three decks compared to my first competition, getting knocked out in the second round of having cards, I got way further with just buying two more decks and a couple cards. Yeah, absolutely agree. It's like having the, you know, the first deck give you the feeling and you can actually play. And if you're lucky, you have good card, like, for example, like the Mega Note and so on. But still, you need more, maybe, utility cards to play a good strategy around. I think, and that's that's one hundred percent correct. I think you know, for the original drop, it was really a proof of concept just to see how it would work, and it became quite apparent quite quickly that you know you can't rely on a single starter deck to be competitive at the higher level. So, for the second drop, I'm doubling up the. Um, card distribution or at least the card volume so we're going to have about a thousand nfts this time as opposed to around the 500 mark so i'm not scaling it huge like i'm not going all the way to three thousand four thousand collection i think the game still needs to grow but um as part of the second collection we could have an app right so if we have the alpha version of the app by january and then we can test the app in a in a tournament setting and it works fine i think season three is going to be pretty big um but we have to take it you know i have to take it in steps and stages and who knows like the next drop and the new utilities there could be a few kind of bugs i'm hoping not but you just have to assume that it's not always going to be seamless but 100 percent, i take your point that yeah you do have to have um, a bit more of a chance to create and explore the i think ken's um <laughs> i think ken's uh microphones in the pocket or something, but um 
but I take your point 100%. You're both correct. And hopefully for season two, we're going to have a few more wrinkles, a few more strategic plays. And on top of that, you're going to have a much greater um, individual card pool to test out. And then this time, it's not so much how much resources you have. Um, oh, well, technically, you know, everyone's got to go through the random mint process. But instead of being able to just sweep the market with all the great cards, it's by chance, right? It's going to be the random contract and I'm going to have specials in there, cosmics in there. You know, you, you pay the five Osmo, whatever it is that we finalize on, and you could have an ultra or a special card, right? Instead of having to pay 25, 30 Osmo for mint on those cards, they're just going to be randomly in the, uh, in the, the launch pad page. So anyway, I'll go back to the game. And if you, want to come onto the stage please just come on and, and have a chat ken ken's getting rugged like 24 7 here okay so let's go back to the start so they've kicked off the hackers started again with his skip turn play he used ibc tech skip turn he's dropped a couple of heavy hitters with the black hole sun and the dark energy i wonder if anyone knows the black hole sun song um Oh, yeah, I know that one. I remember the music video for that, so. That's it. I just I just thought that looks like a black hole sun, and then that song popped up in my head, and I was like, oh. <laughs> um, and then, so, yeah, it looks like Joran, again, trying to go for the attacking lead. Um, the general came back with a mega knot and a remove card from the opponent. That is lethal. Revenge of the Prince is just tough. And I think that goes to Ken's point. So the Revenge of the Prince is a removal of a card, not the take of a card. So that's the main difference there. It's not going to be um, the general using that in his own deck. Um, but then, so we've got, uh, by midway, Joran still had a life lead. The hacker, again, applies... Cerberus and then the excavator. Okay, so the excavator was a good play. The general applied two different cards, not super strong, um, but he still clawed back. So it was a 39 to 30 life point by around the middle, early range of the game. The hacker, then his most recent play is the juggernaut and shared security. Again, two very solid attacking points i think they're mid-range in terms of life points so i i think that you'll have a a low life point on flicks and um the hacker will have quite a a significant life bump at the moment noting that flicks also has another turn that has been delayed from the skip turn so i think if you use a skip turn, you really have to try to take them out. Otherwise, you're just delaying the inevitable. Um, so I think the general is having a bit of a think now. Welcome, Omid, to IBC game. Um, are you – look, if you – let me see if I can just share the post. Are you looking for the one that I posted? Um, I'm just going to share this that anyone can um, jump into the Discord because obviously they're going to be like, what are these guys talking about? What are they talking about? <laughs> so I've just posted something up. It, Omid, if you're interested, feel free to join the Discord. Um, uh, there's a tournament channel in there where people are playing the interplanetary battle cards, player versus player strategy NFT card game. Uh, this is a community competition. We have a 65 Osmo, um, 65 Osmo prize pool on top of amazing NFTs. So Flix, Maria, uh, and myself, we contributed six NFTs to the prize pool. Thanks again to everyone supporting these community competitions, and and that's what it's about, really. It's hopefully um, with with the tournaments that I'm running, you know, people like Flix and yourself, you can at some point, maybe with the app, when it becomes a little bit more seamless, you can run your own competitions. And, you know, um, if there's anything that um, I can assist with in terms of contributing tokens or NFTs, 100%. Like that's, that's the main goal is to get everyone competing and running their own competitions and, and organically kind of 
you know, growing, growing that space yourselves and just for me to support it. Um, again, so we're going back to the tournament channel as predicted. There's a hefty life lead there for uh, the hacker. He's 42 versus 22 right now. Um, we're going towards the, can I get that excavator and use it again? Sorry, just a rule clarification. So I'm not sure if you are watching the tournament channel, but obviously there are fundamental rules to the game, which are you can't use utilities in successional rounds, in successive rounds. You can't use two of the same utility. Um, okay, there seems to be a... Okay, just let me uh, clarify. I will join you all shortly. There's just a rule clarification. I'm just going to help the players. So feel free to speak amongst yourselves. Thank you. Hey, Bushido, how you doing over there? Anybody want to play a pickup game this week? We'll put up a, uh, I don't know, like a uh, NFT for NFT prize. Or if somebody wants to challenge me that doesn't have a, like, 10 and 10 cosmic card, uh, I'm open to a competition. And I'll put up a... Let's say I'll put up a blue chip NFT. I'll put up a uh, Clans of Cosmos NFT. Is is Ken throwing out bets? Are you challenging people for NFTs? I, I, I am challenging. I'm taking it back to my college days where I used to walk around frat parties with a $20 bill challenging people to shotgun against me. Well, there you go. The challenge has been put out. Put on your Twitter at some point, Ken, and say, hey, challenging, or on the Discord, you know, bring them on. And if if someone wants to challenge you, uh, I'd love to. Damn, confident. He wants to try his new deck. I do. I really do. (laughs) How about you just hold that, Ken? Hold that. NFT, put it to, you know, put a nice NFT towards the championship and I'll, I'll put up an, um, an IBC game card or a couple of NFTs for the community challenges. So what I'll be doing anyway. I was about to say I was going to put it up for this game, but we're already in like through the game, so I don't want to do that. So maybe I'll hold it for the next tournament. We'll, we'll throw that in there. Yeah, hold it for the next tournament and just know that for uh, for – uh, December and January before we do the competition, I'll be incentivizing, um, you know, gamers, the IBC gamers to compete against each other and record their games in the discord. And anyone that records their official games and screenshots, their final score will go into that weekly running. So I'm going to be doing that uh, wheel of names thing again, where each week I'm going to record every person, every IBC gamer that's played a game, and I'm going to put them in the running for one of the ultras. So I have two ultras left for Gen 1, and I need to give them out. They would return back to me from Kobos. So if you know Kobos, he swept the market, all the ultras, some of the most powerful cards, and something happened to him where he thought, you know, I'm not going to keep these for myself. I'm going to give them back to the community. So he gave them back to me to give back to other players. So I haven't done that yet and I need to. So for, for, uh, for December and January, I'm going to be watching, uh, I'm going to be running the campaign where everyone that's uh, participating and can, and playing against each other and recording their scores each week, um, sorry, each month I'll run a, a um, wheel of names for everyone. And whoever wins gets one of the remaining OG ultra cards from season one. I think I have, I think I have um, Anti-Cosmos and Atomic. I'll, I'll try to find them, actually, and I'll, I'll post them up in the Discord. That's awesome. I'm always down for games. Anybody ever wants to play and, like, even learn. So, like, I have no problem, like, walking people through games and playing mock-up games just to teach them the aspects and even how cards work. And let me tell you, I'm really yeah, I wouldn't mind a rematch that. against you, Bushido. Oh, definitely. I, I, I'm always down for a rematch. I got actually, I looked through my cards and I retooled a couple of my decks. So I'm always down to test them out. I got to say, I regret, I regret trading you that, um, that excavator now. 
<laughs> Hold on. Well, maybe we'll see what happens. Season. What happened? We'll see what we get when our cards are the drop at the end of November. Maybe we'll come up with another trade. You might get it back. Uh no, I don't, we can't do we can't do give backs. There's no there's no back season IBC game. <laughs> Uh, but I'll, I'm really excited for the app. Like, um, me and Cosmos Joe and a couple other guys were always talking about it. if this was able to self-calculate and um, people could just, you know, attach their wallets and just start pulling cards or build or, or add their deck to a certain part. I mean, I think it would take off big time. Speaking of Cosmos Joe, does the guy not look like a natural up there on the on the on the like screen when he was doing the show? He reminds me of just like your normal like five o'clock news guy that just gives you the bare He's bones like the mad information. Dog. Like, yeah, doesn't BS you, doesn't doesn't play games, just gives you all the information, asks asks all the questions. He needs to get a he needs to get a good entrance, like a and good afternoon, everybody. How are you today? I don't think he's that high energy, but yeah, I can agree. <laughs> <laughs> he needs he needs an entrance. Oh man, I miss the guy. I miss Mad Dog. He's good. He's a good guy. Okay, I've found the ultras. I'll post them up soon. Um, but I'm just going to look back at the game. It looks like they're dead set. Even the hackers rolled out a. Oh, so he's got the Mega Knot locked and loaded. I wonder if that Mega Knot's lent from the sponsor. Um, it is. <laughs> what about locked and loaded? Or is that proud owner here? You know, is what I was saying. Like, if you're lucky and you got a few good cards, it's fine. But anyway, you need to, yeah, have maybe another deck to play better. The strategy. I was literally. But I was so lucky. I was so lucky when I saw. Like, wow! Yes, I got one. You know. <laughs> I think I think your base deck. You know, it's a good thing though that we don't have SBF in this community because he would just you know take screenshots of different cards and try to play like all cosmic cards. SBF, he wouldn't take screenshots. He would he would hack our wallets and then take them away and say sorry and then fly to Argentina. Well, at least at least in the rules in any tournament, you're allowed to ask for a deck check, which is fair. Oh, that's true. I definitely ask for one against him. Oh, yeah, I would. I mean, let me see all your wallets. List them all. <laughs> <laughs> he'll, he'll obfuscate the wallets, and it'll look like he doesn't have much, but really he's got everything. Just a pro tip, if anybody wants to uh, get in on that action of the FTT uh, token, just short that baby to zero. Look, I don't know. Like, did you see all the hacks that were happening? Some, like in the, in the Bahamas, there were like Bahamian or Bahamian wallets being drained over the weekend and oh it's just wild looks like joran's holding his own in this game i'm just going to pop off for two seconds i'm just going to drop the links to the ultras that are going to be um putting i'm going to be putting up for you know games that are running in december and january before the championship Yep, so I've posted the two Ultra cards in the IBC game chat, and I'm going back to the tournament channel now. But if you go there, you can have a look and see. Those are the Ultra cards, super OP. And if you have an Ultra card and you go up against another person with Ultra card, you can engage Ultra mode, which is in the in the live tool. Oh, wait, what's happening? John's, John's almost dead again. In one play... He's gone from a life lead to single-digit life points. Flix is back up to 43. Flix just has G oh, GG's. That was, that was the last play. Damn. The hacker is getting outwit and outplayed by the general. Okay. So we have possibly one more game. Yeah, look, I think... Um, if anyone, if anyone's gone up against flicks, if you, you know, it, it looks like when you look at these games, it just looks like he has such a solid approach to the game. Um, you know, he's very capable of utilizing the right plays at the right time. And, you know, I've spoken to a lot of 
uh, card gamers who they you know in their mind they think the game's over at the start right if they see a deck they think they can do the computations they can do the maths and they think oh yeah nine times out of ten i'm gonna win or you're gonna win but i i, I think in reality you can't always tell how someone's going to use the deck um so i think ken's messing around with his microphone again <laughs> Um, all right. Once while the guys get ready for their next game, you know, how's everyone else going? Like, um, in terms of any of the other projects, in terms of anything else you're doing. Hopefully, you didn't get wrecked by FTX. Um, hopefully, you don't believe SBF's apology because that was just that was just ridiculous. Um, I'm, as I'm he- sorry, I spent your money. I'm sorry I stole stuff from you. I should have Exactly. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck? Uh, that tweet, like, I'm so sorry. And then at the end of that tweet, like, but don't worry because US um, market um, is not affected a few hours later. Okay. All the funds are blocked. <laughs> the marketplace is getting hacked. It's like, seriously? Exactly. It's like, you know, if you did something wrong, just own it. Just accept it. Like, oh, yeah, fucked up, guys. Um, we're going through the regulatory stuff now. I'm just going to try to stop the, you know, the issues, and we're just going to go from here. Don't try to turn this into, oh, oh, I messed up this, and I miscalculated this, and oh, it was all this, whatever. Exactly. Plus, um, I mean, we don't care if you're sorry, you know, it's like, <laughs> this is not going to give me back all the money I lose because of you. It's like, mm, no point. But I don't know, this year, I mean, this past month is like unreal, you know, like Luna crash, now this, and now people are started to speculate also about maybe crypto.com being also, you know, like acting weird it's like mm, i don't know i don't feel comfortable at at all the fact that they sent uh like like 300 and some odd million dollars to gate io uh and then they sent it back like they and then they sent back 285 million that's just that's like that's sketchy yeah i think um i think the consensus is that no one really knows the extent to which um, the contagion applies at the moment. So we'll just have to see. Luckily, you know, the the um, Cosmos ecosystem, even though the market drops and, you know, all tokens are affected, I think luckily we didn't have as much exposure to FTT because holy crap. Imagine going through a FTT and Luna crash, you know, that just kills ecosystems. But anyway, I'm just going to go back to the game. Um, it looks like again. So the general, so the latest score is thirty nine thirty three. Um, looks like the hacker started again. Used his excavator. Um, okay, so the hacker took that forty. Okay, so so John's slightly in the lead, and then he's applied the. Um, sponsored Meganot locked and loaded. So he's, again, trying to go for that early kill. I think that he thinks that's the, the only way that it's really going to work. Um, the generals applied the excavator now in IBC Tech. So we'll see what Joran puts up for his next round. Um, but again, I, I, you can see Joran, uh, you can see the hacker applying different techniques. And I don't think he's using the skip turn this round. Uh, he's trying a completely different approach where he's attack heavy. Oh, no. Okay, so he's he's using the skip turn again, but later in the round. I think there's uh, some static there. Is that you, Ken? Might be a bit of static there. Just uh, kind of mute. I think you either got to put it in a place where you can get up on points big in defense or bury them. Like, because I think, like you said, it just it delays them, and then they get the back to back cards and I think that's when you start uh running the chase and being able to come back on you. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Um and it's also I also see some of the players, particularly the general, apply 
a power play where he compels you to have to think about, okay, you know, in, in two successive plays of his utilities, not only does he uh, take a card or he, he forces you to um, not use a certain card, then in the next utility, he's you're getting ready to deploy a, a cosmic or you're getting ready to come back into the game and chip away at his life. And then he rolls in an excavator and it's like, oh, what? Now I've got to put my worst cards up and changes your entire strategy because you've just removed a couple of cards and he's constantly getting you thinking. So hopefully when we have the, when we have the app and again, like I'm not going to put any deadlines on it. I'm working real closely with Sitzler and, and Ken and the team over at Omniflix and um, I'm not trying to put any deadlines on it, but fingers crossed, um, you know, things become a lot more seamlessly and you can focus more on the strategy as opposed to interpretation and things like that. Um, but it again, looks like Joran is, has a life lead. He has more of a life lead right now. Uh, 44 to 17, 60 to three. Whoa. I'll tell you, that's way too much. Wow. Ways to combat that excavator without playing your worst cards, though. You know? If you know or if they have utility cards that are similar or the exact utility cards that he played, you play one of those, you, they can't pick it up. They have to take that second card, you know? Exactly. Yeah, it's interesting. It's um, I don't know. I've never been put in the position often, except in a non-competitive um, space where I have to think too much about the excavator. When you're in a competition scenario, you really, you're really thinking about it a lot more than oh yeah, fair enough. I'll just use this because it's just a casual game. But when you're when you have things on the line, I think you really think about it a lot more. Oh, what happened here? It's close, 44 to 43. The generals applied his exosuit. Oh, man, he used a massive, massive uh, cosmic card there from Gen 2. And then we've got, oh, damn. John did everything he could, but with that skip turn, GG's, well played. Congratulations. Flicks, he just dominated again, unbeaten, cleared the field for the community competition number one. I think we know without a doubt who is number one in IBC game community. Uh, hopefully everyone had fun. Uh, hopefully everyone learned a little bit from the community competition and let's let's prime ready for season two. Um, if, if everyone can just congratulate First, second, and third. Well played to the hacker. He tried everything he could. Unfortunately, uh, Flix is just too strong. Thank you, everyone, in the chat for participating in the community competition. And, uh, you know, I'm going to work hard to meet the deadline for IBC Gen 2 release at the end of November. And hopefully, after a nice, relaxing Christmas break uh, in January, we can... Uh, pick up our, our utensils and, and go at it again for a major competition. Um, I'll, I'll leave it to the floor for any final comments. If you want to come up and, and say anything, we'll leave it open for five minutes and then I'll go uh, announce the winners on Twitter. I just want to say congratulations to the winner and everybody who uh, decided to play. It was great to play against everybody and actually have nice conversations and, and um, find out more about people in the community and like more about their personal life and stuff. It's, it's, it's nice. Um, also, uh, suggestion, everybody gets a whitelist but Flix. Flix can't mint for two days. <laughs> but, yeah, um, great competition. Congratulations to everybody who plays. And uh, I'm looking forward to the next competition. And, again, I'm here if anybody has questions or wants to play or run a few mock-up games. Yeah, absolutely. Really great <laughs> community battle. I mean, I have so much fun, like, what I was saying, you know, like I'm super newbie here, but I'm really beaming it, you know, so I cannot wait for the next one. And I'm even wondering because I've been telling my community, Tangle, but maybe we can talk about that. Like maybe we can do like little community battles with the communities from the collapse. And also that will be maybe a chance to, you know, like 
get more people on board on this because I don't know, it's my first battle, but I'm already feeling that more people need to know about this because it's really fun. So, yeah. What I'll do, Maria, is when I do the announcement for our collab and then I transfer you your NFTs, um, I'll also give you the link to the free deck. And then maybe as part of your giveaway, if, if anyone wants to download the free deck and play some games in your Discord, you can record the names and they can win one of the one of your special editions, your collab NFTs. Yeah, that could be cool. Anyway, we talked <laughs> later about it, but yeah, congrats to the winners. Um, please, guys, we have to beat Flix, okay? This is now personal. <laughs> we need to, to beat him. 100%. He is dominating everyone right now. But as you can see, Maria, she's starting to think about how to... Um, you know, to boost up her deck. Same with Bushido, Ken, um, and and DJ. Everyone's starting to get around thinking strategically. This is the first community competition. It's not a major. It really is just to replicate the feel of a competitive environment. But in January, it's going to be full on. It's going to be time constrained. Um, people that don't meet the time, they're going to have to submit to regulation protocol. And by the end of it, we're going to have a live stream grand final with Sitzla and the whole OmniFlix team. It's going to be live streamed. Oh, it's going to be crazy. And hopefully, fingers crossed, we're going to have the app, right? So it's going to be a, a completely different dynamic. Um, anyway. Fingers crossed, everything goes well. Thank you for joining. I'm going to close up now, announce the winners, and and then get ready for freaking real work and pay the bills. So anyway, <laughs> love you guys. Uh, talk soon. Thanks for checking out another episode of the Ether. That was the IBC game Flix versus Joran, the grand final live, hosted by Tangled NFTs, recorded on Sunday, November thirteenth, two thousand twenty-two. For TerraSpaces.org, I'm Finn. Thanks for listening. And if you want to keep listening, head on over to terraspaces.org slash donate and show some support. Shout out to Tendermint Timmy and the team at Spark IBC. You can now donate using your Juno wallet with USDCZs year-round right there on the site and get Spark points while you do it. Check it out. SparkIBC.zone. That's their site. And you can donate right here on terraspaces.org slash donate. Much love, y'all. Sneaking through back alleys on a little cosplay. Broadway all day, looking like the wrong way. Resuscitating major players in the waiting room. Sifting through the paperwork while I be debating fools. Breaking rules, breaking bad, like we always wait for doom. Slayed a few in my early years, often hit the shroom. Sitting in the dark, waiting for the daily news to let us know what we should believe as the latest truth. Stay aloof, writing rhymes in the studio. Trying to keep it well lit like filming a movie role. Sorting through support from your endorsements. Of course, we're tripping balls, hand in reports it. The latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of pack of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Big thinking energy always gets the best of me When I kick it in the lab, messing with new recipes Gotta mix and match, flip the latch, letting rhythm scratch Dope shit, spitting facts with my vision smash Big drip aristocrats, dishing out a list of trash Missing wisdom, this fish is too big to catch Better let the missus know where you hit the stash Watch your next step, bro, before you hit the traps Walking on eggshells, tripping over landmines And I'm about done dealing with these damn lies Man, I'm looking at this planet like a franchise Chastised into digging holes in the back nine the latest proof ain't a way to move, change the view Just a bunch of peck of heads living in a chicken coop Picking at the dinner, finger licking like the plate is good So kick it for a minute, then show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two Show me what that thing could do Two plus two
Terror Spaces. Terror Spaces.